Sometimes questions, investigation, careful weighing of facts isn't enough. Only personal factors can provide the answer. It's at times like these when the roping technique is used. The Enterprise presents The Roper. Yeah, who is it? Don't you believe in knocking? Oh, it's you, Steve. But I could have been a client. Well, that's not the attitude that wins friends and retainers. Well, I guess not. I'm beat. I was on a stakeout till three this morning. The divorce job. And I come like a ray of sunlight into the darkness of your despotism. Just what the city needs, a poetic police lieutenant. Uh, translate, will you? Uh-huh. A job right up your alley. Mm. Who is my employer? Or is it... Uh... Charged off the goodwill. Well, your retainer will come from Acme Indemnity. Oh, suddenly I feel a warm glow of gratitude. You uh, read anything recently about a Stuart Kilbar? Uh, wait a minute. Uh, oh, yeah. Oh, Pitts, uh, city treasurer, wasn't he? Uh, in Crestville, yeah. Eight miles out on the new highway. Died a couple of weeks ago. <laughs> Isn't it a little late to uh, question the cause of death? Oh, he just died. Coronary. Oh, what's the problem? Kilbar was city treasurer of Crestville for nine years. Following his death, there was an audit before turning the books over to his assistant. A uh, $33,000 shortage was uncovered. Oh. The deceased left a daughter named Joyce. Now, if Kilbar embezzled the money, maybe she knows where it is. I'm with you. Yeah, well, stay that way. Acme Indemnity had bonded Kilbar for 50 grand. Now, if the money isn't found and the courts decide that Kilbar embezzled it, Acme is stuck with paying off the entire 33000 So the idea is to get somebody close to the daughter and see what she knows. A roping job. Right. And it's got to be a stranger. I suggested you. How do I start? In Crestville. Uh, get in touch with a man named Tom Finch. He's your contact with Acme Indemnity. I suggest you meet him at his home. No apparent connection between Finch and me? Okay. Yeah, here's his uh, home phone address and uh, some other dope I put on paper. You're being very helpful to Crestville. And Acme. Well, the police always try to cooperate. Besides, uh, Tom Finch is my brother-in-law. All right, Mr. Nichol, the deal is satisfactory if you locate the missing funds. Now, um, uh, about the case. Well, Steve Hayward gave me a rundown. Mm. Kilbar evidently was not a suspicious type. Any motive? None. He lived modestly. Annual salary, 10000 no drinking or gambling. Understand he was a widower. Any uh, female complications? No. Standard type, small-town civil employee. You know, my brother-in-law gave you a good recommendation company's not trying to tell you how to do your job, but we uh, made a move before you arrived. Oh? Uh-huh. Joyce Kilbar, the daughter, lives in the boarding house on Central Street. We rented the room next to hers. Oh, fine. Uh, give me the address and I'll get down there and see what I can find out from the girl. She uh, works, I suppose. Oh, yeah, has to. Her father's estate, which 
doesn't seem to be too much. It's tied up until the case is settled. Anything else you want to tell me? Only that Kilbar looks guilty. Here's a picture of the daughter. That doesn't help much. It's a good likeness. Well, that's uh, what I'm afraid of. Now, I'm not crying the blues to you, Vince, but uh, roping isn't easy. You have to make a contact, get friendly, establish confidence. And right off the bat, this case spells trouble. Why? Joyce Kilbert is pretty. And pretty girls aren't usually lonesome. And also, they're used to giving the brush off to guys who try to strike up an acquaintance. Well, if it were easy, you wouldn't be here. Okay. I'll think of something. Look, uh, if I make a quick connection, I'll try to get the details of the case from the girl. Now, uh, can I contact you here in case I want to check what she tells me? I'll make a point of being here after office hours. I hope you make out because... Because 33000 is a lot of money. So long, Finch. Miss Kilbar? That's right. I'm Hal Nickel. I just moved into the room next to you. Well, Mr. Nickel, I don't throw late parties, and I'm not playing the radio loudly at the moment, so uh, <laughs> what else is needed? Well, I have a problem. Uh, I don't know where to turn. Well, don't turn here. I've got troubles of my own. I know. Uh, could I uh, step in for a moment? No. And the landlady is just one floor below. I can call her easily. But uh, I can do something for you. <laughs> Prove it, Boy Scout. But from the hall. Uh, I'm a private investigator. In the trade, I'm known as a roper. Where are your spurs? <laughs> well, it's, it's got nothing to do with cowboys. I specialize in getting close to the people involved, getting them to talk about themselves, learning things that they uh, haven't told the police. In our jargon, it's called roping. Okay. How am I involved? You're the one I'm supposed to rope. What? <laughs> well, that's enough to make me curious. Uh, you'd better step inside and see... Uh, Nickel. Pal, Nickel. It's about Dad, isn't it? Yeah. Acme Indemnity has retained me to try to locate the missing money. Through me? Well, you're on a dead trail. And I don't understand this technique of yours... Did you uh, take some truth serum by mistake, and are you compulsively telling all? No. It occurred to me that we're really working for the same thing, Joyce, so uh, why not work together? Oh, you're fast, Mr. Nickel. Now it's Joyce, and we're working together. <laughs> I just want to find the 33000 and earn my fee. Well, that makes sense. You're certain your late father didn't embezzle the money? Absolutely. Then... Uh, if I locate the money, it should clear your father's name. Ergo, we should work together. Sit down, Mr. Nichol. Uh, make it how, if we're working together, that is. Now, what do you want from me? Tell me what happened. <laughs> well, it won't differ from what you found out from the indemnity company. It might. How was it done? Well, the money was taken in check form. Crestville isn't big enough to have 33000 in cash lying around. Go on. Is this the roping process? I mean, you get me talking and then trip me up? Well, sort of. Now, let's talk a bit and then uh, go out for dinner. It's on the expense account. Well, you're certainly a new type of investigator. All right, Hal, you're on. 
You mentioned checks. Yes, as city treasurer, Dad signed all outgoing checks. The principal ones come from the Department of Streets and Highways. Pressville is a growing community. They're spending half a million a year on road construction, repairs, and so on. I see. Most of the road work is done through independent contractors. My father would get the authorizations to pay from the Department of Streets and Highways, along with the amount. Then he would send out the checks, dozens every month. I follow that. But where did the fraud enter the picture? Well, one of the companies he sent checks to was Callahan Construction Company. The checks were mailed, deposited in a company account, and then drawn against. Only, well, there is no Callahan Construction Company. If your father sent checks with the OK of the Streets and Highway Department, couldn't the embezzlement have been done from there? In other words, someone in Street and Highway sent fake bills to your father. No. No, the interdepartmental check would have uncovered that. You see, every month a sheet comes from Streets and Highways itemizing the bills they sent to the treasurer for payment. He has to check it against his own accounts and OK it. If he doesn't, well, they get together and find the discrepancy. The first check to Callahan Construction went out six months ago. The six-month street and highway sent up lists that did not include any payments to Callahan and got them back with OKs signed by Dad. The juggling had to go on in his department. You have to be a Philadelphia lawyer to figure out this thing. It's funny you should say that. The non-existent Callahan Construction Company had a Philadelphia judge. Michael, this is quite a report for one day's work. Well, there's a lot to be said for the direct approach. What? Nothing. The important question is, does her information check with what really happened? Yes, yes. Eight checks were mailed to Callahan Construction, totaling $33,000. The checks were deposited in an account in a Philadelphia bank. Any idea who opened the bogus account? A woman. Supposedly treasurer of Callahan Construction. She had a nice set of false credentials and... There seemed nothing wrong with the account, especially since the checks deposited were bona fide. Any description of the woman? Well, only a sketchy one. Could have been Joyce Kilbar with a wink. See, her hair was the wrong color, but we, we couldn't prove that. Something strike you funny? Yeah. Uh, everything Joyce told you practically convicts her late father. But it's the truth. Uh, excuse me. Hello. Oh, yeah, Steve. Yes, he is. My brother-in-law wants to talk to you. Fair enough. Hello, Steve. I took a chance on you being there, Hal. You established contact yet? Mm, his daughter and I are first naming it. Uh, what I called about isn't connected with Crestville. I'm glad to catch you there. Want to tell me why? I just got a flash that Kenneth Spencer has been paroled. We're watching planes, bus lines, trains, just in case he decides to uh, make good on his promise. I see. I double-checked this information. It seems a lot of pressure was brought to bear to Spring Spencer. Some uh, shyster in Philadelphia was the big swinger in the deal. Philadelphia again. Huh? No, just something that came up today. Anyway, Hal, uh, stay in Crestville. If uh, Spencer shows up here, we're keeping tabs on him. He's the type, you know. I do know. Thanks, Steve. Something important? It could be. To me. Ten years ago, I was working for another insurance company. I got the goods on a swindler named Kenneth Spencer, who built a pharmaceutical firm out of a quarter of a million dollars worth of securities. My testimony sent Spencer to prison, and uh, we never found the securities. Ooh, similar to this case. 
Spencer swore that when he got out, he was going to take care of me. Well, he's out. Came in from work and decided to see what the great sleuth was doing. Waiting for you? Hey, you look uh, mighty good for a gal who's been pounding a typewriter all day. <laughs> well, credit the dinner we had last night. How about a repeat? I'm a lavish host with somebody else's money. Well, I'm ready. And then we can come back here. <laughs> There's a bottle of bourbon in my room that needs opening. Your expense account doesn't have to cover everything. Hmm. Ideas like that could win you Suspect of the Year Award. Uh-huh. Let me slip into a necktie. Joyce, did your father have a medical history? Any previous heart trouble? No. No, his death was a complete surprise. Tom, am I glad I caught you. Your office called and said for me to sit tight until you got here. You know where Hal Nickel is? Not right now. Is there any way we can reach him? Not unless he calls me here. What's up? Did Hal tell you about Kenneth Spencer? The squinter he sent up around ten years ago? Yes, he said Spencer had been paroled. Well, did he tell you that Spencer promised to get him when he got out? He mentioned it. Well, I think the guy meant it. He didn't yell or throw a tantrum. He just said it like he was commenting on the weather. Anyway, we've been on the lookout for Spencer... Someone answering his description registered at a midtown hotel, made one phone call, checked out suddenly, and just may have caught a bus down here. You think Spencer's here in Crestville gunning for Hal Nickel? Well, it's possible. You're my only contact with Hal. So I'm camping here and hoping he gets in touch with you. Mm, that was quite a meal. How about a liqueur? No, thanks. Well, we've got a date with my bottle of bourbon, haven't we? Why not? How <laughs> stop looking like the statue of the thinker and give me an answer. <laughs> Which one? Well, why you never asked me how I know that Dad didn't embezzle the money? All right. I'm asking. <laughs> well, as city treasurer, Dad was making 10000 a year. Not big, but we lived comfortably. Now, why should he risk jail for $33,000? The theft was sure to come out in a six-month order. Doesn't make sense, does it? Unless he really needed money. What for? Oh, the police tried to find a wine woman in song motive. They didn't. You are the sole heir. No other relatives. That's right. Well, there is Father's brother. What's his name? Uh, Ken. Kenneth Kilbar. Oh, but we haven't heard from him in years. He's... In South America somewhere. Uh, look, uh, here's a 20. Get the waiter and pay the bill with it. I want to make a quick phone call, and then we'll get out of here. Well, what lit a fire under you? Uh, uh, maybe I want to be alone with a beautiful girl. Oh, yes, that, please. Hello? Hal Nichols, Finch. I want to tell you... Hold it, hold it. Hal? Steve? Been hoping you'd call. What brought you to from the big city? You. 
here, and he's after you. I see. You don't seem surprised. I'm not. Ready now? Uh, in a second. Well, I guess I'll call it quits for the day. There's really nothing to report. Uh, suddenly you can't talk, huh? Yeah, that's it. Uh, I'll head back to my room. Well, if you'll be there, I'll join you. Uh, not exactly. Oh, I got you. You'll be with a girl, right? Sure, but, uh, that isn't a bad idea. Yeah. Goodbye. Have to make Acme think I'm working. Oh. Then tonight doesn't come under the heading of business? Yeah. But, uh, business that's been delayed too long. Oh, I like you, Hal, but would you tell me why you rushed me back here like a man who has to catch a boat? No, I didn't want to miss our appointment with Destiny. Well, isn't that rather cryptic? Oh, I'm sorry, but it's the best entrance cue I could think of. Well, where is he? Who? Kenneth Spencer, of course. He should walk out of the bathroom and point a gun at me. And I'm right on cue, Mr. Nichols. What went wrong, Joyce? Nothing. And how did he know? Surprise, surprise. I know the whole story. But you can't. Ken, I didn't tell him a thing. Somebody did. Oh, we mustn't fight. I got a little here and a little there. The old uh, roping technique. This gun works, Nichols. And you're not going anywhere. Tell us about it. Well, I was never looking for a who, but a why. Now, obviously, Stuart Kilbar embezzled the money. The mechanics of the job were such that he had to be guilty. But he made no attempt to cover up. Why? And why did he risk prison for such small potatoes? He didn't expect to die, according to Joyce. And Philadelphia kept coming up. The non-existent Callahan Construction Company banked in Philadelphia. A high-priced Philadelphia lawyer with political connections got your parole. I put everything together, shook it hard, and came up with the answer. Joyce's father embezzled the money to pay off the fixer who got his brother out of jail. You guessed I was Joyce's uncle? I asked her if she were the last of the family. She started to say yes and then admitted to having an Uncle Kenneth. And she made a big point of getting me here to her room. <laughs> it was kind of sexy, but it was easy to figure that Uncle Kenneth would be waiting... And after knocking off the man who sent him up, he and Joyce planned to head to South America with all those nice, negotiable securities he'd embezzled nine years ago. Have you reported this to anyone? No, I've been with him all evening. He couldn't have. No, wrong again. I made a complete report just now. What? Steve Hayworth is in my room listening to all of this. He's faking. No, he isn't. Put down the gun, Spencer. Come on, drop it, Spencer, now. You're crooked, but not stupid. Okay. You know, Joyce, I'm kind of sorry your uncle showed up so soon. I was looking forward to cracking that bottle of bourbon. Theater 5 has presented The Roper, written by Frank Thomas, directed by Ted Bell. In the cast, Stan Watt, Mary Kay Wells, 
William Griffiths, Ivor Francis, and White Wheat. Script editor, Jack C. Wilson. Original music by Ralph Herman. Orchestra under the direction of Glenn Osser. Executive producer for Theater 5, Mr. Lee Bowman. We invite your comments. Write to Theater 5, New York 23, New York. That's Theater 5, New York 23, New York. This has been an ABC Radio Network production.